1: From Cloud 10 Creative comes Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. Was it the rapture? Yes,
0: I saw it happen. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo,
1: Neil McDonough, and Corbin Bernson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated, but suitable for ages 13 and up. In theaters for four days only, beginning January 26th. More information is available at leftbehindmovie.com.
0: Are you ready for what's to come? How will you know? And if you've been, quote, left behind, how do you find your way back to the way, the truth, and the life? Or can you? In his timely, riveting, brilliantly acted, and docu-style film that could be ripped from today's headlines, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist, Director and actor Kevin Sorbo brings it home like never before and causes the viewer to assess his own role in God's Biblical timeline and then begs the question, what will you do with what you know and how will you share with those that don't? A powerful must-see, a warning, a chance to get it right before it's too late. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome back to Testimony, Always a Joy, internationally acclaimed actor of the TV's mega hit, Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, as well as God's Not Dead, Let There Be Light, Against the Tide, Miracle in East Texas, Soul Surfer, Reagan, and so much more. Only the, quote, more in this case is is perhaps his biggest role to date in the highly anticipated and soon to be released Left Behind Rise of the Antichrist based on a true story that has yet to happen. Please welcome my good friend and director as well as actor, writer, producer, author, the list goes on, Kevin Sorbo. Kevin, welcome back to Testimony.
1: Wow, that's quite an intro, I like that, (laughs) thank you very much.
0: (laughs) Well, it's very fitting for you, Uh, as always. First of all, I loved the film, powerful, impactful, a warning, and now more than ever, my view relevant to what's happening in our world today. That said, Kevin Sorbo, tell us about the film, how you came to be involved, and how This latest installment of the Jerry Jenkins mega-hit series Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist, is perhaps different from all the rest, or is it?
1: Um, Well, I think it is different, but we'll backtrack just a little bit how we even got involved. Uh, They came out, their last movie was uh, Nicolas Cage, starring in the role that I took over in this movie, the Raymond Steele role of uh, of the pilot, and... The same time that movie came out, my movie, God's Not Dead, came out. Well, God's Not Dead, as you know, thankful to many um, people out there that use the word of mouth to make it a success, since we don't have the James Cameron avatar $100 million advertising budget that he has. (laughs) right? Um, It was all about word of mouth. And uh, so they got, with a lot of my fans, um, saying, why did you have Nicolas Cage in that role and not Kevin Sorbo? So the Cloud 10 guys that are based up in uh, Toronto that own the rights to all the books. They've had the rights for about 30 years, and they started way back in 2000 and 2001 with um, Kirk Cameron uh, in those movies. Um, they got a hold of me. And at that time, I was living still in California. I live in Florida now, of course. But uh, they flew up to California to my house, and we had a long afternoon meeting about doing the next movie with them. Um, so it took a long time for everything to finally happen because. Uh, their schedules and my schedule, we finally got together about a year ago. No, I'm sorry, sorry, about two years ago and said, okay, let's get this done, let's make it happen. So they did a major rewrite of the script because they wanted to bring it into today's world. As you had seen the movie, you know that there was a lot of things that were sort of um, uh, dealing with what's happening in our country, in our world today. So um, we sought it just a little over a year ago. Um, I was so. Uh, honored to be part of this and not only to act in it, but to direct it as well. Uh, I was a fan of the books. I read them many, many years ago. Um, I got a tight connection with Dallas Jenkins because really my first face faith-based movie was with Dallas. It was called what if Um, in my book, it's still one of my top three favorite movies of all time. And Mm -hmm. I will always say this, to me, it's a better movie than God's Not Dead. Same writers that did God's Not Dead just came out a couple years earlier. And once again, one of those uh, independent movies that just because you don't have the big budget behind it just didn't get the song word of mouth. But I highly recommend people to see the movie What If. And um, then Jerry Jackson, of course, funded that. And then Jerry Jackson and Tim LaHaye wrote the book. So for me to meet all of that, I talked with Tim LaHaye before he passed away as well. Hmm. Um, it was really a cool thing for me to be part, you know, have a small part of that family circle there. And uh, to do this movie, it's a wonderful movie. It really is timely, as you mentioned, because it really deals with everything from the world right now. You, you, you look at all the anger and the hate and the war, the violence and the, the viceness, all the negative things that are happening right now. It feels like it feels like the rapture already happened, you know? So um,
0: Exactly.
1: We, we, we will never know, of course, uh, the time of the day, as the Bible says, If you be like a thief in the night when Jesus comes back. But this movie really deals with the next chapter in the book. This is six months after the raptures happened, what's left on earth were all the non-believers. And it shows a variety of different reactions to it, you know, denial and, uh, you know, aliens and whatever else. But, my character goes on a spiritual journey, realizing that my wife and my son, for his belief and faith, they were correct. They were right. Um, And he's gotten to a point now after six months of really just being lazy and feeling sorry for himself, that he says, enough of this. And he really starts going on a journey to find out what it was that he missed, and what it was that, you know, where his mistakes were. And it's really a wonderful story about hope, which is lacking in the world, redemption, which is lacking in the world, and giving people a second chance, which God will always give everybody another chance. So I, I, I hope, the biggest thing I hope out of this movie is I hope people have all watched the life watch it. I hope every pastor in the world tells his church to look at it and go to it, because we need this movie at this time. Because it, it, it's, it, you look at everything coming out of Hollywood, it's, it's everything about anger and hate and sex and violence and, uh, you know, their agendas being forced on our throats over and over again. You can see it it's starting to backtrack on You see Netflix, you know, reeling now, Disney reeling, Stocks are plumbing, because people are tired of movies coming out of Hollywood. So, there are 80 million homes out there that want the kind of movies that I do, the kind of movies that the Kendrick clubs do, the kind of movies that the Irwin's do. And we all need to, as production companies that do movies of hope and faith, we need to support each other too. We need to encourage each other. We need to spread the word about each other's movies. And even in this world, we don't do that, which is too bad, you know? But, um, I'm more than happy to spread the word on theirs, and I hope they get the message to spread the word on mine and my my movie. So um, we'll see if we'll see if that happens, and I hope it does. But we we got to get the message out there, and this movie has so many messages in there. And I hope people, when they walk out of that 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 theater, spread the word. But also, more than anything, go to the Bible, read the book Revelation, guys. I mean, read it because it will scare the hell out of you. Just
0: <laughs> Literally. Care. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to actor and director Kevin Sorbo, his latest must-see, left behind Rise of the Antichrist. Kevin, the film has a stellar cast, some of which include... Neil McDonough of Yellowstone fame, opposite Kevin Costner, veteran actor Corbin Bernson of L.A. Law, Greg Perrow, The Walking Dead, Sarah Fisher, comedian Charles Payne, and your own talented and gifted wife, actress and radio host Sam Sorbo, and son, actor Braden Sorbo, and of course yourself, director as well, all of which did a tremendous job, my view, of portraying those, quote, left behind one scene in particular comes to mind and that is your character rayford Steele, in one of the most moving moments of the film my view shares with the doctor portrayed by your wife sam who despite the warnings of impending judgment could not bring herself to believe kevin sorbo your words to her
1: you know, that scene where it sort of snuck up on both of us. Um, I thought it was a very well written scene. I wasn't sort doing it. And it's a scene where I'm in the church and she shows up and we sit on, you know, she sits on one pew behind me. I sit in the pew in front of her and we start talking. And there's a reference to the very famous painting that I grew up with in my bedroom that my mom and dad put in my room as a kid. You know, it's for Jesus knocking on the door. And there's no door handle on the Jesus' side because only you can open the door, like God into your life, let like Jesus into your life. And that scene became so emotional for both of us. And it was amazing how it moved us both. And um, the emotions, when you see it on film, were real. Because I didn't know that I was going to get as emotional as I did with it. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful scene to be part of. i got to be honest. it was uh, That's one thing I love about acting. Because you never really know. I mean, until you get on the set and you get, you know, you got your environment around you. And yeah, you might rehearse one or two or something. You block it out. But... When the cameras are rolling, you sort of forget about the cameras and the crew and everybody else looking at you. And you just lock into the person you're acting with. And it's just sometimes some really things magical can happen and you know it. And you know that after you did it, it's like it's like a good little workout, you know. It's so I like you just ran a random, you know, five miles after that scene. I was kinda of wiped out. And it was just it was just it was really neat. There's another scene, um, and I hate to bring it up the scene that I'm in because the there's a lot of things that like that I'm not in but there's a scene I have with my daughter as well when she wakes up from from a dream. And um, I tell her, you know, how, I think it's in the trailer, I believe it's outside. How can we, even after we've seen everything that happened, how can you possibly not believe when you saw it with our own eyes, you know? And uh, because people do, you know, it's amazing. You can have, I I have friends who are police officers and I said, it's funny when you have witnesses or something and you talk to each one individually, how the story is different from one person to the next, what that person thinks they saw. Because it just changes. And um, it's people just in this movie, the, the way they wrote it, There's people just deny it. They go, you know, but you know, hundreds of millions of people disappeared. How do you explain that, you know? Exactly. And, I think people, and fear is a powerful weapon. You see our government using, I guess, this especially for decades, but especially since COVID, fear is a favorite weapon. Right. And, it is, such a, it is such a way of controlling people's thoughts and reactions and, and just becoming sheep. And I keep telling my, my job is to wake up the lines up, there because I know there are lions out there. Just don't be afraid. Don't let fear, don't let social media, don't let your job and your so-called friends hold you back and speak in the truth, and too many people do.
0: And to that end, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to actor and director Kevin Sorbo on his soon-to-be-released Left Behind rise of the Antichrist Kevin after viewing the movie which I highly endorse the following uh, came to my mind in summation and I quote left behind rise of the Antichrist gives a modern-day perspective on just how quote fake news and networks end quote financiers globalists scientists false prophets, world leaders, and those simply unaware all come together for the ultimate, quote, spin and, quote, perfect storm of unbelief after millions have vanished, raptured, in the twinkling of an eye and the stage is set for the greatest takedown, enslavement, and eventual, quote, mark of the beast, further sealing the fate of millions more. Question is, will you be one of them? Director Sorbo, you've answered this in part, but your thoughts on this assessment and does Left Behind Rise of the Antichrist deliver on each of these points for any age, demographic, believer, or not?
1: Oh, no question. No question. I, I look at everything going on in the world right now. You look at uh, what we've been doing for the last 50 years with the abortion rate, the murder of 65 million innocent lives, the border open, having flooded, people just flooding the country <clears throat> that we don't know who they are, if the job skills are there, if they really want to be part of America, if they really want to hurt America. Um, you know, the, 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 the stopping of oil coming into our country, we have to buy oil from countries that hate us. I keep saying, why do we spend billions of dollars in countries that hate us? Can't, can't they just hate us for free? Oh, this is crazy. <laughs> for <there>. Great point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just crazy what we're doing out there. And yeah. this moves so many valid points out there to show, um, okay, there's political leaders out there, there's, there's, um, there's uh there's businesses, there's news stations that are being run by people that have, want their agenda, as you just said. You see the rise of politicians, not only in America, but around the world, that you can see that they're being controlled by Satan. There is a definitely uh, a very evil, satanic thing going on in the world right now where they don't even care about their hypocrisy. They don't care about their lies. They're blatant about them now. And, they, you know, they sit there. I mean, I look at I look at Biden right now and they sit there and go, oh, there's no problems at the border. We mean, really, there's no problems at the border. <laughs> there's like I know. Five million We've let 5 million people in the country in the last two years. Trump, I think, let a total of 1.5 million in four years. And we're just letting people come into the country. There's nobody rushing to get to Venezuela. There's nobody rushing to get to Cuba. There's nobody rushing to get on the Mexico. There's reasons why people want to come to America, but I'm looking at what they're doing to it, and they're slowly turning they- they turn us into a third-world country. Look what California's done. 5 million people have left the state of California in 10 years. 5 million have left. Wow. can people see reason for that? Reasons reason for that is the way the, the way this this uh, state is being run, and it's just it's just sad what we're doing right now. This movie points out all the faults and all the uh, the inconsistencies of what what people think. Not for freedom. I don't tell people all the time. You know, I'm wearing a shirt right now that says Freedom Over Fear, because it's just so horrible out there right now. People just they just the apathy. I think is the biggest killer in this country right now, and we're we're following exactly the same way the greatest countries in the world that at one time, whether it was the Brits or the Romans or the Greeks or whatever, during the history of man, that after you reach a certain amount of time and that, you know, being such a powerful place, you fall because apathy just takes over and everything just sort of changes until great men will rise again. Because what made America great? We're independent men. We're individuals. It wasn't big government. Our big government right now is doing exactly what the British government the monarchy of Britain did 250 years ago. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're getting all the same thing. I, I, you know, we fought because of all kinds of things. but taxation without representation was one of them. They tax us for everything. People of this country didn't want all those taxes. The government just finds different ways to take more money away from us all the time. And we're just kind of going, to, oh, well, what are you going to do?
0: Well, amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're listening to actor and director Kevin Sorbo, his latest must-see, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Uh, Kevin, I am with you. I comport with you. The scriptures tell us the righteous are as bold as a lion, but the fear of man is a snare, and you just talked about that. How close, then, in your view, based on all that is going on, is the rise of of the Antichrist and our need as a church and a people to be, quote, rapture ready.
1: Okay, one thing when you brought up churches, churches don't even want to work together anymore. And you got a lot of woke pastors out there as well. And one of the, one of the things I love that they kept in this movie was that I find a pastor who wasn't taken away. And of course, I look at him and go, How the heck are you even still here? We realize, and you see it, you see a lot of woke stuff going on in churches right now. I showed, I screened a movie for 450 pastors a couple of years ago, and then afterwards I got up there and I said, I said, you guys got to remember you work for God, not the government, because a lot of people forget that, and they're worried about their congregation size, they're worried about not offending anyone, so they're becoming more and more controlled by the social media and by the Hollywood and by the government instead of following the Bible. They don't even talk about the rapture anymore in churches. They don't talk about it. Nobody talks about it. Everything's changed so much. I love the pastor I had in California for 10 years. I mean, I still, we still watch his services here in Florida. And he said, I'm not afraid to work my congregation down to a manageable size." I, <laughs> I love really.
0: that. I so, love that. Well, and, don't you call that purity of purpose? Isn't that what yeah. we're all called to as Christians, followers of yeah. Christ? Um, and if the world uh, hated Jesus, the scriptures say the world is going to hate you. Uh, There is going to be persecution, and we're seeing that now in in every shape, form, and fashion. Uh, And there's a few that stand up against it. You are one of them, Kevin Sorbo, actor and director, writer, producer, author, all those things. You're making a stand, and boldly so. I mean, I've never seen so many responses on Twitter from anyone in my life. (laughs) You're there, and you say two words. Quote, the jab. NFL. That young man that fell the other day—I have to say—that's the first thing that came to my mind. We don't know. What say you?
1: So many young athletes all around the world. All these soccer players over in Europe,
0: 25,
1: 26 years old, all fallen dead. All of them. All of them took the shots. They all had to take the shots. Why is nobody questioning this? Why is nobody talking about this? What are we? What are we? What are we hiding from from people right now? You know what? What is? What is the, uh, the worry? about this but they don't want to talk about it and it's amazing to me look at all the doctors that were shut down that, that, that some lost their practices when they were questioning all the motives behind not letting uh, you know have, having people have ivermectin and other things that people kept saying just take that it'll, it'll help your covid why why are we hiding the fact hiding the truth that this could easily be something that, that plays into it
0: exactly
1: i know somebody i know somebody was pregnant and, and I told her not to take her. What, she's six months pregnant. I said, don't take it. Don't take the shot. I took the shot. Baby died within three weeks. They did an autopsy. The baby was filled with blood clots. Oh, But let's wow. talk about it. Why are we not looking into it? There's there thousands of thousands of deaths in the under-30 bracket around the world every month now. Thousands more above the what what they consider the average. Because they keep track of things like this. Every country keeps track of how many people are born, how many people die in each country every year. They know what the normal average is. And there are thousands above that. But no one's talking about it. And all this in the last two years. You don't think there's a coincidence there? They can't even bring that up and talk about it? I mean, come on.
0: Exactly. I'm bringing on a guest uh fairly soon that we'll talk about all of that, that has written a book uh, that has 30 years of experience and looking forward to that. Kevin, in our remaining time here today, talk about how the book of Revelation may be more relevant now than it has ever been your view and your personal sense of urgency, which you have been talking about really, to make sure you, we, all of us are doing all we can to help educate, warn, inspire, and motivate the viewer to faith and action now and for eternity. Your thoughts?
1: Well, I'm, like I said earlier, I hope they read the book. You know, you can be a non-believer and read it and say, oh, it's just, you know, that's science fiction. Well, you know what? Then it's a good sci-fi read. Check it out. It might wake you up just a little bit to want to read other books in the Bible as well. But read it, look at it, study it, and absorb it. But I'm, I'm saying with with this movie, I know a lot more people are going to start looking at it. I know out of curiosity people are going to go, i got to check this out. Or reread it, because maybe I haven't looked at it in decades or something. But this movie I think you should bring everybody to. They need to go to leftbehindmovie.com. Leftbehindmovie.com. It shows you the trailer of the movie, and then shows you uh, the theater that it's showing near you. All you got to plug in your zip code and it can show you where to go. Um, It starts Thursday. It's a Thursday. It opens up January 26th. We got a four day run. If we fill up these theaters for four days, trust me, they'll give us a longer run than four days. But we got to get people out there because you know and I know the theater owners don't care what movies they got up there. They want to sell popcorn and (laughs) sodas. That's right. We need to fill it up with good movies like this. I hope the people show up.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're listening to actor and director Kevin Sorbo, his latest must-see, left-behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Talk about some of the other projects you are currently involved with. And also, you have a trip planned to Israel in May of this year, 2023. Talk about that and the significance of the land of the Bible and Israel in these last days.
1: Well, I've been very fortunate to go to Israel a few times. Twice I've been there to do documentaries. I recommend the one I did there a few years ago with the amazing John Lennox, who's an apologist, retired math professor from Oxford. We shot in Oxford. We shot a couple weeks in Israel. It's called Against the Tide, Proving God in the World of Science. I call it Apologetic for Dummies Like Me, so I hope people will check it out. (laughs) It was a fantastic
0: movie. I saw it. It's brilliant. Yes.
1: Thank you. And then another one I just finished there last year is called the quest for the throne. So it deals with the, it deals with the archaeological digs, looking um, for the uh, the Ark of the Covenants and also the Tabernacle. That comes out later this year as well. My wife and I hosted a trip there three years ago. It was amazing. We decided to do it again. So go to sorboisraeltrip.com. Sorboisraeltrip.com. We only have six spots left open. We, uh, we're capping at 60 people. So we're almost filled. Um, this is a chance to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We've added a few things to the uh, last trip I went because we had some amazing sites that I've never seen before. An archaeological dig. We met a couple of Americans that live over there that work on these digs. They're going to come speak to us at dinner every couple different nights. Um, We're going to see, you know, the Sea of Galilee. We're going to be at the Dead Sea. We're going to be, I mean, we're going to the sepulcher where Jesus was crucified. I mean, there's so many, we're going to go to so many amazing places that you'll just, I mean, this is a trip of a lifetime. Don't miss it. Please show up. You're going to absolutely love it. Um, What's happening right now. We mentioned earlier in in the world, I think this is a place that uh, you see a lot more, um, a lot more tourists going there now. They they were shut down there for about a year and a half of COVID. When I went in May, of last year, I went a week after they lifted the Facebook the Facebook, the face mask mandate, and I would say 98% of the people weren't wearing masks, because they were so fed up with it. and So fed up with the ridiculous <laughs> of it. Of it. So just, people were there, there were people were just lifted again, the spirits were lifted again, um, people are just so happy to be back at work, because tourism obviously is huge for Israel. And uh, it was just, I hope people check it out and go. So once again, at SorboIsraelchip.com. And also, you can go to SorboStudios.com for all kinds of information on everything that my wife, Sam, and I are doing. Because, trust me, we're very busy. You mentioned things on the pipeline. I've got the Ronald Reagan movie coming out, simply titled Reagan. Quaid plays Reagan. I played his pastor, and that will be out next this year. And then i got another movie I directed called Miracle in Texas, which is finally coming out in the spring as well. And I think people will love that movie. It's a true story set in 1930. I was fortunate to direct that one as well, and Film Academy, um, nominated writer Dan Gordon. Um, just a great story, true story, um, once again about uh, faith and love and
0: redemption. Awesome, just awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to legendary actor, producer, writer, and director Kevin Sorbo, whose latest revelatory left behind rise of the antichrist is a must-see you can learn more about kevin's work ministry and mission by visiting kevinsorbo.net and get your tickets at leftbehindmovie.com bring a friend an unsaved loved one family member colleague whomever you know needs to know jesus and now before it's too late kevin thank you for once again sharing your marvelous work in film uh, with all of us the importance of supporting one another in these last days staying engaged involved aware and most of all in prayer for those that know And those that don't, your bold and courageous stance on media platforms that have tried to cancel you will, in the end, cancel them. You are proof and powerfully so. We thank you and God continue to bless you.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate that so much. God bless you as well.